welcome to the Fun of the Run podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm Michelle, also known as Waddell Running Lady on Instagram. I'm so excited about this week's episode. And I have a somebody special that I was able to chat with. And anyways, I'll tell you all about it in just a second. But first of all, I wanted to ask if you would do me a favor. I would really appreciate if you have a weird, funny, scary, sketchy, freaky, just something, some kind of weird story that happened to you or even a friend while you're running, I would really love to hear that for an upcoming episode. I'm trying to gather stories um, for an episode and I don't have enough yet to make up an entire episode. If you are willing to share, you can email me at fun of the run podcast, or you can direct message me at Waddell running lady on Instagram. And I will send you a link. We'll set up a time and you can tell me your story over the phone. If that makes you too nervous and you don't want to be recorded, type your story out at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com and I'll read it for you on the episode. That would be a huge help to me. I would really, really appreciate it. And so thank you. Thank you in advance for that. I just wanted to say that I appreciate each one of you that's here week after week. I continue to get messages where, you know, someone says, hey, I listened to you this week while I was running and I related to this part of the episode or my son, you know, agreed with what your son said or whatever. And it just makes my day knowing that I'm just not talking, you know, to myself. I think it would be hard to record a podcast week after week if it was just just for myself, you know, and so knowing that other people appreciate it, it just it just makes me happy. And so thank you again for being here. With all of that being said, today I am talking to Marie Warren. She is so much fun to talk to. Her and I recorded a couple of days ago and it was just the most fun conversation. And she has a really cool accent. She lives in Alabama and I just love how she pronounces different things. It was, it was awesome. And she was just really genuinely funny. And so we had a good time. And so, yes, um, I had to edit a lot because we got cut off, I would say, five or six different times. And admittedly, she will tell you she lives in the sticks. And so her Internet is not very good. I don't live in the sticks, but I live in a very rural part of um, Waddell. And my Internet is not good either. And so we got disconnected. And every time I would have to resend her a link to join the podcast, she would just, she would be laughing, you know, and saying how funny it was. So she was such a good sport and I truly appreciate that. And so, yeah, so I think that you'll enjoy listening to our conversation today. And without further ado, here it is. Marie. Hey. <laughs> it worked. Yes. Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get to actually talk to you in person. Well, thank you for being willing to talk to me. I really, really appreciate it. Me, this is very, um, very different for me. <laughs> well, I'm least... not. I, I'm not an extremely. Um, I wouldn't say I, I'm outgoing. Everybody would say that I was a liar if I. <laughs> going okay so let's let's start off first of all tell me well this is marie warren everybody and we have known each other well you know as much as you know somebody on instagram for the last couple of years i think it's at least been a couple of years and i think so too 
Yeah, well, well, I was thinking about this. I remember, I think it was last summer. I'm not 100% sure, but I was at the park and I needed to get out and run maybe 10, 12 miles and I couldn't get out of my car. I was like, I didn't want to do it. You were on a trail somewhere, I think, and you were struggling. And somehow we messaged each other back and forth and, and talked each other into getting our runs done. I remember, do you remember that? Yes, I do. I think it was summer for you. I think it was still cold here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds like, that makes sense. It was like one of those abnormally bitter cold days. I think that I was actually training for um, Lake Martin 27.1 miler. Yes, I think so. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I actually started following you. Um, some You had been featured on somebody's run for PRs probably probably and I, and you popped up on there and I'm like okay I, I, this is nothing <laughs> against how people dress when they run sure. I always feel like I have to put that disclaimer out there sure but I'm always looking for someone who is running that's wearing some clothes <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that in the podcast you can okay. edit it but I'm just being very okay. honest with it sure. Sure. Um, I'm like I'm like wow look she's got some clothes on <laughs> And two, you know, you weren't, you didn't fit, and I hate to say the normal running pattern, but but we all know it's out there, right? And um, and I was like, wow, you know, this is somebody I can follow. Oh, well, I'm so glad you did, because it's been a lot of, it's been a good friendship ever since, so that's for sure. Been. It has been, and you've been so inspiring, Michelle. You're so uh-huh. inspiring. Well, I really appreciate that. That's that's what it's all about. At first, when I first started on Instagram, it really was just to kind of motivate myself, you know, to keep myself going and, and accountable. But mm-hmm. it's turned into where if I can do this, I know that there's probably somebody out there that thinks they can't. And maybe if they see me out there doing it, you know, despite, like you said, not looking like the typical runner, that that maybe they'll think, well, hey, if she's out there, I can try. You know what I mean? So that's really. You know, yeah. that's, and that's why I started off too. And I, when I started my Instagram, I told my husband, I said, you know, people to look and say, even, even with the clothes wise, I didn't even know where to begin to get clothes that weren't typical running clothes, you know? And, and I, I try to be so careful how I say that because I have, I have running friends from all, from everything, oh, you know? Me it's, too. Yep. <laughs> and I don't exactly. want anybody to ever think I'm hating on them for something, oh, no. you know, because I'm not. It's just it's just what I'm comfortable with. Yes. But but I didn't realize I could start running and I could wear stuff I was comfortable with, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. And because well, that's how unfamiliar I was with the world of running when I began. I didn't know where to get shoes at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the socks that I wore could hugely affect, you know, what kind of blisters I was toting home after a race. So, so hold that thought and tell me before we, cause trust me, we're going to get going here. <laughs> tell, tell, first of all, tell everybody who, okay. Tell me who you are a little bit about yourself. I introduced you as Marie Warren. You're running mom three on Instagram. Tell me where you live, a little bit about yourself, your kids, whatever. Tell what you, whatever you want to share. I live in Hatton, Alabama. It's a little like if you blink your eyes, you're going to be gone. It's out in the sticks. We we redneck girl. We redneck. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, which uh, 
um, it has its pros and cons. You'd think, oh, well, she lives in the country. That means she can run anywhere she wants to. I know we'll get into that later on, too. Yeah. Um, let's just say traffic out here is a nightmare. Are you there? Yes, I am. I don't know what happened. What happened? <laughs> I have no idea. Suddenly, you were just gone. This is going to be so funny. I love it, Michelle. I, I don't know. I, I told you, I live in the sticks, and I do yeah. not have internet at my home. Okay. So, everything's over the phone, so it's probably just, you know, hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, okay, so traffic total nightmare out here. I mean, like, there's no shoulders on the side of the road. Okay. So, there's nowhere to go, right? Mm-hmm. If, when there's traffic and and. And we live in an area where, you know, people might get get over for you. They might not. So I take most of my running to either greenways, parks, okay. or like the trails when I can. So, so you have three kids? Yes. Yes. I have James. He's 14. Uh-huh. Katie is about to turn 10. Like she's a few days away from 10. Okay. And Sarah, who turned six years old in February, and she is the baby, and she lives that life, you know. (laughs) I understand. I understand. And you are a pastor's wife, if I understand correctly, too. Yes. Yes, I am. And we are nearing our 22-year anniversary. Uh, Well, early congratulations for that. Thank you. We're exactly a week away now. So I'm like, wow, you know, it's funny when you've been married longer than you weren't married, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's yeah. like, <laughs> I know. T- I, tell me about it. I can't believe it's been 30 years for us. I don't feel that old. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't feel any different than, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Time flies. Yeah. I'll be 40 in January. And I used to think 40 was old. I don't anymore. Yes, I don't either. I'm I'm nearing fifty. I'll be fifty next year. So I'll be like I'll, it's a number. It's a number. Right? I it mean, is. Somebody told me one time they were like uh, regarding running. Like they were like, "Well, just wait, just wait." And I'm like, "You know what? I'm getting passed by seventy and eighty year olds." I in these races. <laughs> all the time. I I even shared this before on a reel or something. There's this one guy. And he's been at every, well, I guess I haven't seen him super recently, but like from the very first 5k I did. And then the next several years, he was really old. Like I would say maybe 80. I don't know if that's really, okay. So sorry if you're 80 listening, that's not really, really old, but he, (laughs) and he had, um, he was crippled. So like one of his legs didn't really work. He beat me every single time. And I'm like, what in the world? (laughs) That just shows you, you know what I mean? It just shows you. Yeah, I got I got um passed by these guys, and when I ran um the, the Lake Martin this year, the twenty seven point one um yeah. on the back loop, it's like monstrous hills. Um, I got I think about seven thousand feet in that entire twenty seven mile race. That's a lot. And and these guys hiked this race, and they beat me. I know, isn't that? I know, I know people that like. <laughs> walk the entire race and, and they still get it i'm like what why am i even running <laughs> it's like oh it's not insulting and these two guys they had to be i, I would say they were probably at least in their in their early 70s okay <laughs> i know trust me i've been there well marie tell us why how when where why did you start running um I was having a lot of issues with kind of self-diagnosed fibromyalgia because, you know, there's no real 
test. Uh, they kind of just test you for everything. And if nothing else is wrong, then that's what they leave you with. You know, just the body aches, the intense exhaustion. I was also having a lot of anxiety and depression. I've always been an extremely person. Okay. And it was getting so much worse. Mm-hmm. And I've been on medication for it before. I See, another thing, I feel like I have to put a dis- disclaimer out there. I don't think it's wrong. If you need meds, please take meds. Sure. sure. <laughs> but, uh, but for me, they never did really well for me. So I was talking to my doctor one day and I told him, I said, you know, I mean, if I look at that list of what fibromyalgia is, I have 99% of all of the symptoms. And he said, well, you know what the you know what the best treatment for it is too. And I said, well, from what I read, it's being active. And he's like, yeah. Okay. And I told him, I told him, I said, well, you know, um, I think that I might try taking up running. Wow. He's like, I think that's a good idea, which I believe he runs some, but his nurse practitioner, she's like, um, she's ma- marathon. She's ran okay. some ultras, I believe. So she's a dedicated runner. Mm-hmm. And so you had seen her, I'm assuming. And that's what yes, I have seen her before. I knew that she ran. Um, I had a friend who had started doing some running. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who, if you see my uh, pictures on Instagram um, of the blonde headed girl, Emily, okay. that she's the one, she's the one who she was, she was already running. So I was like, well, you know, I might give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and the rest is history, right? <laughs> the rest is history. It turned into an insane. Oh, yeah. the first few times I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this. This is just like horrible. But I'm like, you know, um, at the time I hadn't gone and spent, you know, um, let's just put it out there, $170 for a pair of shoes, you know? <laughs> I know. Yep, I'm there. I was, I was like, it's cheap. It's cheap. I, I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. girl, I was so hooked. I would say it took me a good month, month and a half of just doing couch to 5K. Uh-huh. And I was hooked. Wow. Okay. So I see, it took me getting the metal around my neck after the first 5K, but you were hooked before that point. <laughs> yes, I was addicted. I was just addicted to the high. It got me away from the kids. And then I got pregnant yeah. with the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had yeah. had a previous miscarriage before I had my my son. And okay. that made me real skittish about running during my pregnancy, you know, but I stayed active. I walked. I have had now, now my pregnancies are always whirlwinds. I had had my son at um, 33 weeks. So oh, he wow. was all, you know, almost two months early. Okay. And then spent bed rest with the middle child, like months of bed rest with the middle child. Wow. And um, yeah, so when I got pregnant with the baby, I was like, oh, we're headed for bed rest again. But um, the they gave me meds to keep me from going into preterm labor. And I was able to be active, and which was great because I had gestational diabetes this time. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's always something. You know, you don't realize that you depend on those carbs to keep you happy in life until they no longer exist, right? I, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Carbs are everything. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I, but I walked, I walked my entire pregnancy, like, you know, because that 
being active keeps your blood sugars down. Yeah. And I had her. I um I was so paranoid. I'm a paranoid breastfeeder. Like, oh my goodness, my <laughs> child's like I'm gonna I'm gonna run dry. And if you saw my freezer stash while I was nursing, <laughs> you would know how absolutely insane that is. Yeah. That's the anxiety. obviously coming through you know and um and after I had her my postpartum depression went I mean it wasn't like baby blues it was like horrible it was it was probably a huge reason that I say she's the baby and no more (laughs) well sure of course yeah it was bad it was awful and I started back running again like I was like okay my milk supply has to be good now you know we've waited long (laughs) enough so I started back running my husband would go to the park with me and you can edit anything you want to it's just me running my mouth Michelle (laughs) no no problem he would um he would go to the park with me and push her in the stroller and she liked nobody but me I don't know why she was like my kids were like that yes (laughs) It's like, I guess the food source, the comfort source, where is it? You left me with it daddy. Is. Yeah, I <laughs> think that's what it is. He would push her around the park in the stroller. And at the time, I did not realize that if I'd just broken down and, like, I guess gone broke for, like, a good bob that yeah. and, or something that a car seat would go in, sure. that I could have just ran with her and it would have <laughs> taken care of the whole issue. Sure. But didn't know that at the time you know mm-hmm. so so I would go run while he pushed this screaming child around the park oh no so it would be like I would nurse her I would run and I would get done and it was just surely nothing that she was nursing for yeah. it had nothing to do with food it was to do with you left me and now we must bond again <laughs> so see that to me shows dedication <laughs> so, so I would I, know I would know that when I left her to run that I was, I was doomed to be glued to her for like, you know, the next several hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things that we go through. Oh, wow. I did not know that I could get good sports bras. Yeah. And I would like double up my bras. Wow. So that I could run. It was, it was horrible. And I'm a very chesty yeah. human. Yes. So it, I did not know that she fit existed, okay? <laughs> Investment yeah. of my life. <laughs> Good. Well, hey, see, there's an endorsement for she fit right there. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, they were so great, and I wish I'd known about it. I tell everybody about them. They're not for everybody. You sure. you can't care how you look once you're squished in them, because if you're chesty, you're just chesty. And, and, <laughs> and you, you know, you got one thing that sure. you want, and you want everything to be compressed. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, I do, and and yeah, exactly. You got to do what works. You got to do it. Yeah. So I ran. I I kept on running, and <laughs> that's the story behind it. It was purely <laughs> for health and mental health that I started. Well, and I never knew that. So that's that's news to me. I'm that. I like that. I like that story. Why? Uh, this might have the same answer. I don't know, but. You obviously, you said you were addicted. So have your reasons changed or why do you keep running as much as you do now? I love the person that I have become. Mm -hmm. 
I, I still fight with so much insecurity. And I think that's probably hugely being human. Right. I think it's hugely being female because, come on, we know that there can't be any haters worse than women. I mean, that's I, just, you know, I guess that's yeah. cruel to say, but, you know, come on, ladies, change it. You know, we can change that. We can be, we can, we can be our best supporters of one yeah. another, or we can be our worst haters of one another. It's very you true. Know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I love the person that I've become. I used to think, oh, I can't do that. And now I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I can reach that. I can do that. I mean, I went from my first race with a five mile race and I was the very across the line. Mm-hmm. To to I am I am looking for a hundred mile race, you know, like yeah, I, I've gone I've I've gone from one extreme to the other. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. Is it's so funny because I feel the same way. It's almost like what can't I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that yeah. yeah, now that you you feel so like I it's like I didn't know this person existed, you know, and now that I've seen. <laughs> all of these things I can do. Well, well, what's next? I mean, I, I want, you know, yes, <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. And, it's- and you know, you lose, you, you do lose like, um, like my friend that races with me some, she's, she's definitely, I'm not going to get her to go run an ultra with me. I don't think Okay, I, maybe okay. a marathon, but you know, you, you do lose some people that'll be like, you know, and I don't mean lose them as in their friendship, as in they're not going to be like, Oh boy, let's sign up and train for that. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's okay. You you have to realize that's not for everybody. That's not sure. for everybody, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I agree with you. A lot of people think I'm crazy, and and friends. Well, I don't have really in person running friends. I do have Holly that goes to my church. That she's you know she runs marathons. It's gonna be me. <laughs> it's just exactly. So but exactly. That's okay. But you yeah. know they're still there supporting you. I mean, I mean, yes. This this my my friend Emily, she's like, you know, she's going to shoot me a text in the middle of my race and be like, You got this girl, you know. She's yes. there supporting. It's just not something that she has a desire to do. Right. And I mean, I mean, it's it is kind of insane, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just it, Marie, because it is okay. <laughs> my mom even asked me one time, she's like, Why? And I'm like, Because I don't know anybody else that's done it, right? <laughs> right, yeah. I, 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 it's almost sometimes it's like, I just can't, you just can't explain it, you know. That's no, they're not going to understand. <laughs> no, okay. no, they're not. And it's, I, you know, maybe it comes from just that wanting, wanting to see. I think it is, you want to see what your body can do. I mean, I don't want to kill myself in the process of doing it but but I mean it's been proven over and over that you can do an ultra Mm -hmm. you know you can run in a hundred miles yes with with walking you know I mean when I say run it I'm taking that lightly I have to leave it run walk yeah (laughs) same but it can be physically done you know (laughs) absolutely and I think that honestly this is getting a different subject but that's part of the reason why I did switch coaches was I felt like when I mentioned that saying hey you know, I want to run this 50 mile race. I felt like there was hesitation there, almost like he didn't think I could, you know? Yeah. And to me, it's like, no, if I'm going to have somebody that is writing up my training plans, they need to believe in me too, as much as I believe in myself, because I do believe in myself. I believe I can 
and and maybe I believe too much. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you know, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going out there thinking I can't do it. Exactly because why? <laughs> if you have to, I mean, it, these things are hard. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like you have to know that I can do this, given the especially you know, given the right training, given the right. I need longer cutoffs, you know, so I have to be picky, but it's like, we can do it. And so I want somebody that's going to support me in that. So tell me your favorite race experience. Oh, you know, I I actually sat down and made some notes for today. And that was the one that just absolutely, I I have, I have race experiences categorized. (laughs) Okay. I would say definitely my favorite 5k. Mm-hmm. It has to be um, the Swampers 5K and one mile fun run that's held over in Muscle Shoals. It's fast, it's flat, and it is awesome. As far as any 5Ks I've done in the area, it's like the best 5K that I've done. Wow. I'm sure there's probably better experiences, but in my area that I live, it's the sure. best. <laughs> awesome. That sounds fun. Um, I also label mine according to what they were as far as a learning experience. Okay, go ahead. And I would say the Smoke Rise um, 10K and Half Marathon that I've only gotten to run it once because it's always on a date that's a conflicting schedule for me. But it was definitely one of the deepest learning experiences I have ever had in running a race and that's because that is a hilly course and you run the same lap twice so you know the second time around (laughs) what you have to look forward to Um, I think I actually wrote an Instagram post about this race this is the race where I actually sat down on the side of the trail Mm -hmm. and was waiting for the sweepers so I could DNF my race are you serious it was that kind of bad, Michelle. Oh. It was horrendous. It was like while you were going uphill, you were going downhill. Oh. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Rocky, it was awful. I was sitting there, though, and this lady comes along, and I thought she was the sweeper. I really did. And I was looking up, and I'm like, are you the sweeper? And she was like, no, what's wrong? <laughs> And I just thought, I can't do this race. It was too hilly for me. Yeah. I didn't know that everybody else that was running the race, you know, was having the same issue. Sure. And she's like, well, when, when was the last time you took some fuel? When was the last time you ate something? And I was like, I don't know. I, I had got all in my head. I was yeah. too big to be fueling I didn't deserve to fuel and -hmm. quite frankly I think I was a bit delirious because I was dehydrated at that point (laughs) sounds like it yes yes and she gets me up and gets me walking she went through my hydration pack and found my my (laughs) nutter butter crackers (laughs) walked behind me she and her I guess it was her boyfriend maybe it was her husband I don't know she walked along behind me though until I started running again and she's like bye have a good race oh my goodness that is such an awesome story I <laughs> but love she, that. she gave me such a pep talk and the guy he was a he he rode mountain bikes which you okay. know we know that's like a beast of its own yeah and 
and so he was he was there like no no you're gonna have to walk out either way so you might as well just walk away the race is going that way <laughs> that's right and it just took somebody to see you know from a different perspective to get you to see that's awesome I love yes. that so you finished so you finished so I race. finished I finished it took me I, I am not ashamed it took me <laughs> over four hours Oh, well, wow. only a half marathon. Yeah, but um, I think that I, I might have been the last. Yes, I was the last person because I was literally um being chased by the pacers. <laughs> so, so they like like or the sweepers rather by right. the sweepers, and like they were right behind me the whole time, and I was I, like they were so close. I was joking with them. I was just carrying oh. them and joking with them. I guess once my blood sugars got back up, I was okay. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's awesome. <laughs> So yeah. I finished though it was but it was rough but it was a learning experience number one go ahead and put that fuel in your body exactly don't sit there and get all in your head nobody else is out there looking at you saying look at that fatty she doesn't deserve to put anything in her body true. they're looking at you thinking put something in your body because this has nothing to do with your weight right now. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I know, I know, but once you're in your head like that, it's so hard to. Oh, it is so hard to get out of it. So hard to. I've been there many times, so yes. I understand. And I would say my favorite, favorite race of all, just due to the atmosphere, and it's been my longest race so far, has been the Lake Martin twenty-seven point one mile fun run. You know, ultra running when a fun run is 27.1 miles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like when you were saying it, when you were posting about it, just the fun run. Just. And I was like, no, there's no just about it. That's 27.1 miles. That's a long ways to go, especially for a trail race. And so. it is not a flat. It is not a flat course at all. I got, um, I, I think it was right at 7,000 feet of vertical in that entire race goodness that's a lot that's an awful lot and yes I don't know what the cutoff for that what was the cutoff um, for that race? the cutoff for that one is very relaxed because okay. it's tied into the 50 miler and the 100 miler oh that's awesome then okay yes so and I even thought because I mean this year was bad I sat mm -hmm. down on the side of the trail because I thought I was going to pass out oh no yes we started in the cold and the rain and mm -hmm. they ran us away from the thunderstorm. So they started us while thunder and lightning was still in the, in the sky. Oh my. And it ended in just brutal heat. And I don't know if you have ever been to the South, but if we have it hot, we have it humid. Sure. I've heard that. Yeah. So it was, it was horrible. I ran out of water because, you know, I had had the shoulder issue. And mm -hmm. I couldn't wear my hydration pack. So I was stuck with, um, I used a, the Ultra Spire double bottle that they have. I think it's the Speed Goat prop, maybe, that okay. they have. And I love it. I, I'm still using it. It just mm -hmm. was not enough for me when it got that hot. But as far as the atmosphere, um, the aid stations at Lake Martin, they are just beyond amazing. I mean, they're, they keep everything happy and peppy and, oh my word, they, they sit there and they force food down you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need that sometimes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, and they're just like they're they're awesome. I think that um, it's called it's Butts Birmingham Ultra Trail Society. I think that they head up a lot of the aid stations there. Okay, and they are they are great. They know what they're doing, and they well, know I how found to that since you told me you told me a while back about um about how awesome the aid stations were at, at ultras. And so I got to find that out for myself when I, obviously it must just be a universal thing because that's how it was at my ultra as well. Um, the aid stations were just absolutely amazing. I'm like pizza, what, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grilled cheese. Um, it was just so much, so many things you don't know, you know, if you're, if you've never run trail races before, Okay, so I want you to tell us some weird, sketchy, funny, scary things. You said you had several um, experiences that you could share while you were out running. Um, I especially want you to tell everybody about the one you recently told me about the guy in the white that disappeared. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, let's start with that one. That's okay. like probably one of the best ones I've had. Okay. The only, um, the only I would say, um, one that you're like, one of those that leaves you like, wow yeah you know like mm-hmm. what just happened and and I'm not saying it wasn't like some kind of light illusion or something like that I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not one of these people that everything that happens to Marie has to be like oh it was supernatural y'all you know <laughs> like I am not one of those people I prefer for it not to be because you know it's like yes. I, I've been married to a minister For a few days shy of 22 years, I have seen enough crazy stuff in my life without bringing it it into my running, right? Exactly. But but this was one of those evenings. It was, I think, like summer. It was a summer run because it was late in the evening. You know, one of those you're like, hey, will I get done before dark? And it was out on the TVA. It's kind of like a greenway. It's not a dirt trail. It's a paved trail, but it goes through the woods. and it's it's one of those places that it's like it takes me about 30 40 minutes to get to so when I get out there I try to make it more than just a 5k I was out for a nine miler which you know it's not considered that long of a run when you're training for for an ultra distance right so so I get out there and I realize oops it's going to get dark on me Mm -hmm. and it, it was like you know it was a it was a run for the um one of those run run for the books where it was like the Murphy's Law run. If it could go wrong, it went wrong. And I mean, this is all the way to stopping and going to the bathroom on the side of the trail and praying that a camera on TVA did not catch this or that another. Well, you know, you're like, if a runner happens by, they're going to know just to keep going, avert their eyes sure. and pretend like they see nothing. But what if it's a group with a child? I know. <laughs> those runs and it was getting dark and I don't know if you have experience running in the woods I don't know what your terrain is like but you know if you run in the woods it gets dark way before it gets dark in the day like out out of the woods right Mm -hmm. so it was getting dark and I'm like out in the middle of where there's no trees and suddenly I hit the woods and it's dark I mean and, and it was probably about I would say about eight so okay. eight o'clock, it was getting dark. It wasn't super dark, but in the woods, it was dark. Mm-hmm. And I, I was also starting to think, I don't know when TVA closes down, like their parking lots. I'm like, what if the police come out and they do have <laughs> like what they call their TVA police, okay. and they and they like 
tow my car, ticket me. I couldn't um, remember if there was like one of those rail gates. Yeah. What if they lock me in, you know, and I had sure. realized I had, I had just had a poor judgment of time. So I'm running for everything I'm worth. I had grand out back out of the woods back in the daylight oh it's not that bad it doesn't feel that dark and then I hit the woods for the last quarter mile section all woods and I look up and there is this total white figure standing in the woods (laughs) and I was like what in the world is that and I really thought it was just some box of light reflecting off of them Mm -hmm. and and I'm like what in the world is out there what did I just see And I'm looking at it and I'm running closer to it and I am very open with the fact that I do carry self-defense with me when I run. I do not hide that from anybody. I mean, I'm a woman alone. What more can you expect? You know? Yes, exactly. (laughs) But but I'm like, I'm thinking, well, you know, (laughs) I got, I I got, I got Jesus. I got Glock. (laughs) God and Glock can't handle it. I'm in trouble. (laughs) <laughs> and I got to run by this person to get to the car. And I'm that's what I thought it was, was a person. And I was probably within, I saw it at about probably an, maybe an eighth of a mile out from okay. it. And as I neared and neared and neared, I watched whatever this was disappear. Oh, that is so weird. That is so- like it, it literally dissipated into the air and was <laughs> gone. Like it just faded out ghost scene from a movie kind of fade out oh that is so creepy that is so creepy yeah. I love it I love it no, you know at the point I'm like Locke can't take care of this yes yes <laughs> God, I really need you right now it's, it's <laughs> Jesus or nothing for that <laughs> so I made it to the parking lot and I'm still hoping that you know there's going to be vehicles out there there's going to be somebody there that explains what I just saw. And I got out there and I was the only car left in the parking lot. I think uh, there might have been somebody about to leave. But if yeah. there was, like, I parked in the back parking lot and I was the only car back there. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you're like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I had um, a friend that messaged me that we run, like, uh, we run competitions on um, on Garmin yeah and he he messaged me afterwards and he's like are you okay because he knows that I always round my runs up like you know and I had stopped uh-huh. at like point seven or point eight and he's like yeah. are you okay did something happen and you're like yes <laughs> I'm like oh yeah and I, I it was like one of those things you're like okay I do not know what I saw I know I had not ran long enough to be hallucinating <laughs> Because that doesn't usually happen until, what, 50 miles or more in. Yeah. I, I know that I was hydrated. I know that I, I'm i not stupid. I don't imagine stuff. Sure, sure. Like, I know I saw something, and I know what it did. And I even came back later in the daylight to see yeah. if there was maybe a vine or a bush uh-huh. or something there that I could explain it by. Mm-hmm. But there you- was literally nothing. Oh, goodness. That is so (laughs) weird. And so you probably don't want to run there at night again, I'm guessing. You know, it really doesn't. The idea of it really doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Well, you're braver than me. Well, I figure, should it be supernatural? Can it not be kind of anywhere? You know? 
<laughs> that's true me following you around <laughs> if it's human if it's human then the odds of them being there again you know are twice low. in a row are very low um sure. i did so you know i've kind of just been like it was what it was the bible you know i think in psalms the bible talks about he gives his angels charge over you so yeah. i like to think it was an angel that makes me better than you know feel yeah. better than anything else so that's what i call it okay um, that works. That works. Yeah. <laughs> I figure if it was an angel, great. If it was <laughs> anything else, we'll take care of that later. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I did have one time I was trail running, and again it was getting dusky, dark, and I am a huge misjudger of time, evidently. <laughs> and and I thought I saw a bear in the woods. You're kidding. <laughs> Now, in the area we live, we have some black bear, but mm -hmm. we I've never heard of one being reported at the place I run. Okay. So I was like, it's a bear. It, yep. it's, that, that, that's a bear. I see a bear. And I, I was just on the verge of starting to scream and holler and act like a total nut <laughs> um, when, and when I realized it was stuff. Oh, <laughs> I laughed about that so hard I told my husband and he's like honey and I'm like baby you just don't know how how stuff that's dark looks yeah. like it starts taking on different shapes at night that's was the whole thing with the white figure that I saw sure. that I'm like there has to be a solid you know literal yeah. solid explanation but there never was it never turned into a tree stump or a vine or a you know sure. tr tree with a bunch of leaves or anything like that it never turned into that way <laughs> yeah wow that's interesting though yeah that's crazy so so yeah so the whole the whole thinking I saw the bear in the woods was hilarious I mean that was one of my funny funny happening while I was out running things yeah. and you know I've I've had the things with the sleazy guys that you wished you could blow their cars up you know yeah <laughs> you know the ones where you're like oh man you know if you think if you really think that, that that's complimenting to holler at women on the side of the road yeah then it's not it's not I mean you do like I've I will run from the gym or I, I have not done it in a while since my last crazy encounter. Okay. I would run from the gym down to the park and circle the park and Molson's a small town and okay. circle the park and come back to the gym. Okay. And, um, and that would land me about four to five miles worth of running depending okay. on how many laps I took at the little mini park. And I, I would come in at times and I, I would be like, you know, y'all, I just want to go to the weight room and tell these young guys, you know, this friend that acts like that or you act like that, just go ahead and just slap them upside the back of the head. Somebody pop you upside the back of the head. And, and yeah. just, you know, none of us think that's cute. None no. of us think that's cute. No, no. And it's not that I think, I do not think I am a hot item out there. <laughs> trust me same I know I am not running down the road going oh there is a guy out here hollering at me and I feel amazing today because I just look good you know yeah like the whole hot mama thing missed me you know yeah exactly same 
I know what you're saying. I know what you're so, saying. So I, I, this was the last time I did like a big run by myself in okay. Molson. Mm-hmm. And I had, read, I was like, I'm just going to get in a quick four miles. And well, you know, as quick as four miles are when you do a walk run. I was like, you know, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, um, to just run from the gym. That way it gives me a place to go to the bathroom. And I think I had been yep. in, in one of the classes that night and my son was mm-hmm. there. And I was like, I'm just going to run down to the park, run around the park and come back. And it scared me until mm-hmm. he asked me if I went to the high school. What? Yeah. I, I really think the poor guy was special needs. I really okay. do. If he, thought, if he thought that I went to the high school. <laughs> and I yeah. just kind of, I just looked at him and I was like, no. Yeah. I'm married to a minister. And he was like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And I just kept running and he fell back. But okay. it did, it scared me the way he ran up behind me. He was kind of oh. aggressive with it. Okay. And it was terrifying because I was, I was alone, but there was a lot of traffic, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it made me mad. I mean, it made me so mad. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we don't want to have to, we're just going out there to run, not you know what I mean it's like it's exactly. frustrating when you have to worry about someone coming up behind you or you know and I think the whole thing of what happened to and I forget her name and I hate that I forget the name of the lady that got killed in Memphis yes um, that has stayed especially I would say because we don't live extremely far from Memphis where from where I live at and, and I'm like, you know, that was just a few hours away from where I live that that happened. And it makes you realize, which I know that Memphis, they say that the crime rate there is pretty high. Okay. But it does not matter where you live, you know, yeah. and, and everybody's thing was, was, well, it was how she was dressed. Mm-hmm. It was how she was dressed. And I'm like, you know what? I cover up pretty good when I run. And you and still I have had, issues. Yeah. Exactly. I used to have, like, I would run back, I would run in the neighborhoods at Molson. It always felt so safe. Mm-hmm. And I was out running in open daylight one day. I came by and he he was just nasty talking to me. And it it was another one of those days. It was like the eye openers, you know, you're like, you realize it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you have on. The fact that you are female is enough right. to make you seem vulnerable. And to, I guess enough, so. to, enough to make these guys feel like okay to act this way, you know? And I would say that's been a big thing behind taking me to the trails, you know? I've had a mm-hmm. lot less stuff happen running on trails than I have out on the side of the road. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I would have to agree with you on that. Absolutely. Because one of the trails that I run on, uh, not trail trail, but a paved trail that's not like in the mountains or the forest or whatever. It's just, it's just at a park and it's, it, it goes for miles and miles. Um, But there's a lot of, you don't have to cross traffic, which is the great thing about it, but you do have to go under a lot of overpasses and sometimes there are bums down there with like uh, arts um i've been on that trail before where i've seen like a cop standing in the middle of the of the, of the, the trail and i'm like um is everything okay like should i keep running he's like oh yeah 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 you're fine and i'm thinking am i really fine you know so i've definitely noticed yeah when i'm just out at the white tanks running it's like i don't ever I worry about rattlesnakes and that kind of stuff, not people so much, you know. 
See, the snake thing has scared me this year. It seems like I've heard so much more about people getting bitten by snakes in the south this year and i'm like oh well, don't tell me and, you know we don't tell me about we generally have a lot of copperheads which are you know are the least lesser of the poisonous snakes okay but i was i was talking to somebody um the other day it was a lady that was biking while i was running and i'm like i'm just kind of scared of snakes today and she's like you know i i have ran out here when when mm-hmm. she wasn't biking she would run out there and she's like i've ran out here for years and i've yet to see a poisonous snake and i'm like okay, okay. that makes me feel better <laughs> i've seen this year i've seen two rattlesnakes so far just this year that have crossed my path so um one was one was in a neighborhood and it was dark and i almost literally stepped right on top of it and oh. then the on a trail during a trail race it was just it was crossing right in front of me and the little rattlers at the back yeah it was great oh wow i have not i have not ever seen a rattlesnake alive in the wild yep i've seen them multiple times yeah yeah that's that's wild it's just a terrain thing we have timber rattlers here we just don't see them a lot and i think there's a couple of other varieties we have here okay well is how do with homeschooling and being minister's wife how do you juggle like tell us a little bit about that Oh, we're going to really delve into my insanity now, aren't we? Um, okay, I want to I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, um so I I I am not big on leaving my kids at home, especially if I have to go if I'm going for a very long run. Even though the oldest okay. is 14, the the middle is about 10. It's, you know, I'm I'm just a kind of paranoid parent i guess and and that's okay so i have been known to wake my kids up at five o'clock six (laughs) o'clock in the morning we're gonna go have pe i will i have a bob jogging stroller and i don't Mm -hmm. know if you're familiar with bob but in the jogging stroller world they're like the jogging stroller to have i've heard of them yes I picked this stroller up off of marketplace for i cannot remember if it was I want to say I paid $40, but it might have been 60 And I don't know why it's an even number that keeps coming up, but like a good deal, okay? It's really good. And that's what the six-year-old who conveniently can't figure out how to ride her bicycle still rides (laughs) in the bob. While um, while the nearly 10-year-old bikes and the 14-year-old bikes along and huffs and puffs at me because, you know, somebody's slow and it's not Mm -hmm. him. So, so there's a, like, it's fun because there's a lot of, you know, fussing among the kids, the six-year-old, and, and I, I hate to admit the six-year-old rides in the bob, but I think for any, any stroller mom, they get that, like, you gotta, you gotta keep it where everybody's flowing and going good, you know, yeah, but, um, but she'll be sitting there screaming, (laughs) go faster, oh my, and you're like, I'm trying not to die back here. Yes, and I think the best of all is I'll be running along, and I'm like, why does the stroller feel like we're in mud? Get her, and of course, you can picture at six year six years old, the knees are about under the chin, right? Yes, and she'll have her legs stretched out, and she'll take her shoes and she will pin them to the top of the wheel. Oh, you are kidding! Oh, you are kidding! (laughs) Oh, that has been the source of some major discipline threats. I've Uh, been like, kid, you get to see some wrath of mama. (laughs) 
come down on you. Oh my goodness. I can only imagine. So you take the kids with you a lot of the times. I do. If, okay. if stuff's bad and they're just really whiny about it and, mm-hmm. you know, I can see, especially, okay, if, you, if you've if you seen pictures of my middle child, she's yes. very petite. Like, you you can look at the pictures and tell how tiny she is. Mm-hmm. So if she's like, oh, mama, I just can't today. I am a sucker for, like, you know, okay. she looks so weak she can't do it. So <laughs> I, will he- I will head to the gym and I usually take them with me. Okay. And they have like a nice little room where the kids can watch TV and play. And I chunk them in the kids' room and I go get on Satan's sidewalk, aka the treadmill. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Hey, whatever works. I I hate the treadmill too. (laughs) Proven to be like, I would say that this last um this last race, I have done a lot of training for my last twenty seven point one miler. I did a lot of training on it. Mm -hmm. Um because I needed the treadmill weather just wasn't always good I was recovering from the posterior tibial tendon injury that's right which um, which the treadmill was a bit more forgiving you know with the impact so I did I would say I did probably oh my goodness Michelle it might have been 50% of my training maybe that's why the race was so much worse but no it might have been about 50% of my training was spent on the treadmill for this time And it was just what worked, you know, and Mm -hmm. I used to look at the treadmill and I used to just hate it. And now I'm like, you know, I forget who on Instagram, she had said something about, you know, looking at the treadmill as a tool. Yeah. And it is a tool. It's a tool that if I don't feel totally safe, I get on the treadmill. The weather's bad. There's no law that says I have to run in 20 degree weather. Exactly. You know, I can go get on the treadmill or I don't have to run when it's 100 degrees outside or the humidity is so high that it, you know, it's like you're in the bottom of a swimming pool while you run. Uh, You know, like I'm, I'm able to, I'm able to make choices and have good choices and even choices for the kids. My kids go bike when it's super hot out, when I might run outside, I'm not going to make them bike in something that's extreme heat. Sure. Sure. You know, that I can, I can say, Hey, we're, we're just going to go to the gym today and it's convenient my husband can pick him up his way home from work if I'm running in the afternoon nice sure <laughs> so it works well you know so so I do though I juggle it all with um with a lot of a lot of just watching how much time I spend doing what you know like we, we're going to start school at this time to finish school at this time and then we're going to the gym and the kids know like I guess because they've been ministers kids they know they we run on a schedule you know they've sure. been homeschool kids they know that we run on my schedule so mm-hmm. they know this and I can say we're doing this at this time I don't get a lot of I don't get a lot of flack from them for it. Mm-hmm, that's good. It, you know, that that I think that they enjoy going to the gym and watching TV. We don't have satellite or cable or anything at home. So they look forward to going to the gym and being able to watch TV. Sure. Something to look forward to. Sometimes they'll have some kids in there to play with. I think that they basically think, though, that they might own the room now. And be- <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> To anybody that comes in, you know, and I hate that, but, you know, it's what happens when mama trains for marathons, you know? 
Absolutely. And I think that's super awesome, though, how you can, you know, I think that especially, well, I'm not saying it's only mother runners, but we have to be very flexible um, just because there is so much going on. And, and I know me personally, I don't homeschool and I'm not a minister's wife, but I feel like I have to constantly juggle a way to make sure the kids are safe and that I'm safe and I'm not out. Like you said, I I'm fortunate enough to have a treadmill in at my home. So yeah, I can, I, I try not to get on it if I can help it, but sometimes that's just what works the best. And so we, I love hearing how other people are, we make it work and that's how much running means to us though. And our training means to us and is you have to find a way to make it work. So, you know, I, I listened to, um, some of, um, and I'm from, I might butcher his name. I'm not sure exactly how he pronounces it, but Jocko Willing. Okay. I don't know. He's he's an ex Navy SEAL. He does a lot of, um, martial arts, I believe jujitsu. Okay. And, um, and I listen to I listen to some of his podcasts, and all of his stuff is about discipline. And when I have people tell me, "Oh, I could never do that. I could never run and have the kids at home and homeschool the kids and and mm-hmm. juggle that with being a minister's wife and and all mm-hmm. of the church stuff you have and church obligations." And I'm like, you know, it's discipline. It Michelle, is. it's saying that if I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. To get sure. make a run work on a Saturday, yeah, I'll get up at four o'clock, and a lot of times that means that I'm going to the gym. I'm not going right. to be running on the roads at four o'clock in, in the morning. No, right. That, right. You know, even I have limits to where I'm like, oh, that feels dangerous. I'm not putting myself in a situation where I have to defend myself if I don't have to. Exactly. And I um and I have to put that in there because you know a lot of people say, well, if you if you are caring and willing to defend yourself, you're just gonna be careless. Right. And I don't see that among people. I mean, especially with me, I'm like, I don't want to be in a situation where I have to defend myself. Exactly. So I try to keep myself from those situations. So yeah, if I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to make a run work, then mm-hmm. I will do it. And I have even I have even showered at the gym, gotten ready for church events, and then met my husband at them. Hey, I, I, I say, why not? That's great. And, you, you know, know in some ways it worked out so good because, you know, I had the kids, the, the girls can get themselves ready for church. Yeah. Katie, my middle child, she knows how to make sure everybody's hair's brushed. And let's, yes. let's face it, I'm not going for fancy. Let's just have our hair, hair brushed, you know? <laughs> yeah. And... And and it would be the youngest who wants the hair all the way down, like um like she's um um Rapunzel, you know, <laughs> like I, I want I want Rapunzel hair, and I'm like, yes, be the one that doesn't take care of your hair that wants that hair, you know. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, don't fix it. I don't want braids. I don't want it pinned up. I don't want ponytails. Just <laughs> wild and free there, you know. And so so I'm like, as long as your hair is brushed and you have brushed it at least once today, <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. and people see my kids, they're not total ragamuffins most of the time, oh, but, hey. yeah, but I can, I can pretty much just make sure their stuff's laid out for them. And, you know, I inspect it the night before the 14 year old knows how he's supposed to look. Sure. So, you know, I can trust them for that. My husband's able to get himself ready. <laughs> That's good. And I have to, I have to just be like, you know, I'm going to take my stuff with me and I'm going to get ready. And it, it, it worked out good. It worked out really well. 
Now, it's not my preference, but it's what I have to do. And it takes being disciplined. And a lot of times I have to go back to that. Am I going to be disciplined or am I going to be lazy and just say, it doesn't matter. I know. And I think that, I guess we have really talked, we talked about this at the beginning, but you have to have a why too. Like you have to, you know, if it was just about me going out there or you going out there and running, um, but there was nothing, I don't know, you weren't trying to accomplish something or maybe, maybe even if you weren't training for something, it would be so easy to just not do it. Exactly. It'd be so easy to want to, I don't feel like it today, but I always feel like no, I have, I have these reasons, you know, and I know you do too. You have to do this. It's like, I need this for me. And so it keeps yes. us going. And you know, sometimes even if I don't have a race coming up that I'm sure. in particular training for, sometimes it's just the fact if I haven't ran and family members are looking at me saying, you need to go for a run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just like you, you just heard, like you, you mentioned to me the other day about you listened to the last episode of my podcast yes. and my kids saying, you know, without even uh, conferring with each other, if mom doesn't get her run in, she's grumpy. <laughs> and we are driving down the road because sometimes the only time I can really podcast is if I'm on the road, you know, and I can get my podcast in because I, it, sometimes it, it doesn't feed in really well if I, okay. if I have on like my shocks and I don't know what, what's up with that, but it's better. Like if I'm on the treadmill, I pick it up like volume 100%, you know, <laughs> but but out on the road, I try not to do that. So I was like driving down the road and when, oh my goodness, when you hit that part and the kids are like, oh yeah, <laughs> that that's how mama is. I look at James and James is like, oh yeah, all the time. Like he's doing it between coughs, you know. Oh, that's and so I'm, funny. I'm like, Katie, and Katie's back in the back and she's quiet. And I'm like, yeah. Katie, is it true? And she goes, well. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, sort of true. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was hilarious. So, you know, sometimes it's just knowing, you know, if I don't do this, it's not for the it's not for the better of my family if right. I don't do this. If I do this, if I take the time to do this, if I take the time to say, hey, Saturday is long run day. And no, I don't always feel like going for those long runs. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I wish that the people that think that I love running every single day would realize I don't always love it. Sure. It's that sure. if I don't go, if I don't go, one thing, it's sometimes my only me time. Another thing is I need the release that it gives me. I agree. Yes. And, and it's my time. There's times when it's my time that I really have that I can spend praying. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's my time that it's my time that I can focus on stuff or sometimes just not focus on anything uh, like one of those days. I understand we we running can be so many things. The next question that I have for you is I want to know what is your what do you have on the schedule next? Do you have a race that you're going to start training for? What is your next big goal? I have back-to-back races i am so stinking excited about this <laughs> okay tell me i want to hear it <laughs> i can just giggle when i think about it this is um <laughs> my first marathon which is hilarious because you know i ran the fun runs that were longer yeah. than a marathon but yeah. so but i love to tell people i'm going for my first marathon because people that don't understand ultra running get the marathon thing sure. usually, you know? so 
so my first marathon is in September on Labor Day. Oh, yes, awesome. I don't know. I don't know what dummy decides to race on Labor Day in the South. Oh, that's exciting. But I have that coming up and and I'm really, really torn because they're also doing a hundred K and a hundred miler the same day. And I would love to have been ready to have done the 100K, but I know it's just not going to happen. It's sure. not going to happen. And I know not to even tell myself that it could possibly happen sure. because this is all leading up to my 12-hour endurance run in October. Oh, how exciting. I want to do one of those so bad. Come out out to Alabama in October and run a 12-hour endurance with me. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I can't. I don't know. I'm going to do a, I won't say never. That would be fun. That would be fun. So, so you're going to do a marathon in September. Yes. And then a 12-hour endurance run in October. That is so exciting. Oh my goodness. I'm hoping that the 12-hour endurance, now the way that this is done, this is done by um, Southeastern Trail Runs. Okay, and this is the same the same guy that does the Lake Martin uh, Martin. Okay. I'm not I'm, I'm like really nasally today. That does their um the fun run that I ran and the fifty okay. and hundred mile race. He's the same guy that does that. Okay, so um so it's done on a one mile track and this is a paved track. So you just run one mile loops, which okay. I think will be good. It'll give my husband a chance to get good at crewing me <laughs> yeah that's that's very true and so, you can see people uh, constantly you know exactly yeah. it won't feel like because you you've been in those races where you're like oh yep. you know i'm out here in the middle of nowhere yep. absolutely. you know but i think that i think and i'm not sure i've never done this race before but i'm assuming they do it on that small loop too so that you know as your time narrows down if you don't make that full lap at the 12 hours they can know how far into it you went yes yes does that make sense it does if i knew that i do it in 24 hours i would do the 24 hour and just go for my first belt buckle but i don't think that i'm actually you know Ready for 124 but those are my two upcoming races so i'm running the marathon just basically to have a long run okay in the form Good of a race. Run. exactly exactly so i'm spending a chunk of money to do that but anyway who cares? <laughs> right. you, gotta, you gotta give to it at some point right that's right <laughs> that's right that's the best way yeah i love it and then i'm planning to go back to what would be the lake martin 100 and where i have ran the 27 mile fun run yes and do the 50 miler in march again okay. um you know and do the 50 miler this time instead of the 27.1 and doing that as a lead up to my ever elusive 100 miler okay. and i'm planning on running the 100 in april of next year oh wow so you've got some big stuff on the calendar coming up marie <laughs> i do and i've gotten to where all of my mileage all of my races is like all pushing for that hundred miler that hundred miler that is my goal race i am i am at the point i am chasing the buckle i am i'm sure. like chasing it you know like it was supposed to have been this year yeah but i had the injury and that was such a just devastating injury i don't think i've had an injury that did that 
that took that much off time and that much recovery. Sure. Wow. Well, I'm so excited for you, though, for for that 100 miler. And I can't wait to hear Well, I obviously I'm going to be following along seeing everything that you're doing. But that is so exciting. Someday, maybe I will run 100 miler too. And I'll watch and see how you do it. (laughs) And I'll learn you and see. Yeah, so you can kind of yeah, yeah, I'll live vicariously through you for that. You know, and it's funny that I'm not just saying, oh, this is going to be my only hundred because I will have a Lake Martin 100 miler buckle before it's over, Lord willing. Yes, absolutely. That, that is, oh, my goal. But this one that I have picked is um is done by, I believe it's um, um, Zombie Trail Runs is what it's called. Okay, I've heard of that. And, Okay, and it's the, um, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. I think it's called the Chief Ladiga 100. They run a 50 and 100 miler. It's um, it's spelled Chief, and then it's um, L, I think it's L-E-D-I-G-A. Oh, I've never that. Okay, um, anyway, it's, um, it is ran on a paved path. And I might get some hate from some some ultra runners, but I'm at the point where I'm like a hundred miles is a hundred miles. That's right, <laughs> absolutely. And, and you start in Jacksonville, Alabama. You run all the way over to Georgia, and it's on a it's on a set of greenway systems. Okay, that so, sounds really nice. <laughs> yes, and it's actually very very little dirt, and in this area, that is a hard thing to get. Is a race if it to do the Lake Martin hundred, I want to say it's um it is close to thirty thousand feet of vert that you gain in all. What? Yes. No yes. Way. Oh. yes. I want to say it's it's close to thirty thousand, and somebody else might go on and correct that. Um, wow. but yes, it's one of the races. If you're not going uphill, you're going downhill. So it's like you kill your hamstrings. And then you kill your quads. Yes, yes. That's what I was going to say. The quads, yeah. Woo! Well, and I'm... if you don't do a lot of downhill, it's total murder on your knees. Like, it's a it, it's a big race. And that's one reason I think that it's like, it's one of my biggest coveted medals and buckles that I have. Sure. <laughs> and it's my biggest coveted buckle that I, that I want, you know. And because you know how hard you're going to have to work for it. Well, I know what one lap there's like. Imagine doing four of them. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can't even picture that. <laughs> I, I just know that the races that I've that I've really struggled in those those are the ones that me- seem like they mean the most to me. You know. Yeah. And so yes. you have to when you fight for something really hard. So that's that's super exciting. You'll get that buckle. You'll get that buckle. Well, I'm going to work for it for sure. So yeah. so it's fun to think that I'll turn forty in January, and then hopefully that will be my hundred mile year. You know, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think you're right. I think it will be. That's awesome. Okay, so I have one more question for you, Marie. What advice would you give after everything that we've talked about and you've you know shared so much of your running experiences with us? And it's been it's it's so fun for me to hear. I we have a lot of similar similarities, I think you and I do after hearing your experiences, but I want to know what advice would you give to somebody who's just starting out like what do you wish that you would have known when you first started running what would you say number one is I think that other runners aren't looking at you hating on you because of your size or what you wear 
Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the running community is very inclusive. Very much so. It's very inclusive. And I, I mean, and I still struggle with it. I, I'm not ashamed of what I weigh. Well, you know, I'm ashamed sure. of not to do anything really about it right now. I weighed a lot more when I started running. A sure. whole lot more. And it was not muscle. It was, it was Sure. It was done by by not eating a good diet, and I still don't yeah. eat a great diet. But like my kids, I'm a mom. Hey. <laughs> so um, so anyway, I um I would say don't sit there and think that people are really going to look at you and judge you. We are just happy to see somebody else running. You yes. know, yes. we're happy to see somebody else out there and um ask questions. You know. Go to races, talk to other people. There's somebody out there. You might find a few. Don't talk to just a couple of people and be like, oh, the, the running community are, is a bunch of snobs. Yeah, you're going to find some snobs everywhere. But yeah. talk to people. There's somebody there that's willing to give you advice. If nothing else, they just want to brag on the fact that they <laughs> set a new PR in that new pair of hokas they got, you know? <laughs> yeah. But go get fitted for some shoes and talk to people about what shoes work. You know, some people are big on a zero drop shoe. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you ask me, I'm going to tell you zero drops the way to go. Sure. But I didn't know there was a such thing as zero drops because the first place I went and got fitted at, they they weren't big fans of them. I went to another running store where they didn't have the fancy little walk-on mats and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, do you like to go barefoot? I was like, man, I'm either in flip-flops or barefoot. Yeah, all the time. And he said, if you're like that, let's try a zero drop on you. Mm -hmm. And oh my word it made all the difference in the world. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. You have to go. If you're going to actually be a serious runner, you have to go get fitted because it's just, it makes such a huge difference in injury, everything. Exactly. And if that running store you go to is not willing to be flexible with shoes, I I promise you, I think sometimes they're getting some kind of cut off of selling a specific brand. Yep. And if if they're not willing to be flexible, go somewhere else. Find a little ma and pa running store, if nothing yep. else. Because the one that I use yep. is actually run by the same guy that does our local timing, chip timing for the races. Oh. And yes, yes. And mm-hmm. um and he actually started it. He has a disabled son and he started his company so that he would have something for his son to do. Okay. When he got older. So so you know, it's very family. They are very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And um and I find that they have been my best people to go to when I had a problem. Like, you know, I got this going on and they'll be like, This is the exercise you need to do to correct that. You know? Nice, <laughs> nice. That's hey, that's always a plus. Really great. But go get fitted. Um, talk to people, go to some races talk to people you know when I got started I did not know there was a difference and this is so embarrassing to me but I didn't know there was a difference between a 5k and a marathon a lot of people don't people do not know that so you know just just go out there talk to people it's okay to say that you're a beginner I mean it's going to show anyway (laughs) (laughs) unless you're out there just smoking them on those 5k's and stuff it's going to show okay and it's okay to say hey I haven't ever ran this this distance before what's it like you know have you run it before start up some conversations um don't go to Walmart to or or Kohl's to get your first pair of shoes you know go (laughs) 
Get the proper equipment. Don't run in cotton. I cannot, oh my word, I cannot yes. say enough. Ditch all the cotton t-shirts. Yep. And go get some, go get some clothes, even if it's those little $7, um, is it Avia? Is that the name of the place that sells, that Walmart sells the brand of? Oh, even maybe if, so. Even if it's those shirts, the ones that do not have cotton in them textile or something you know yes use yeah. something you don't have to be you don't have to spend a lot of money I would say shoes are probably where you need to put your money at yeah be sure to get the right equipment even if it's from wall get you something that will wick moisture away um don't be don't be afraid to use glide if nobody yep. knows what Glide is, it's over in the, it's over in the, even Walmart carries it over in their little running section mm-hmm. and slather that stuff on like there ain't no tomorrow. <laughs> like you are a five-year-old that's been given a <laughs> container of deodorant. <laughs> slather it on with the attitude of a five-year-old. I love that. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. And basically, if it touches your skin, you better use it. That's right. That's right. Yes. I would say for trail runners, definitely, if you're planning on running trails, um, you need the equipment for it. Sure. You need the equipment for it. You need the shoes that are specific to trail running. You need, um, for me, trekking poles. I got trekking poles for Christmas, and that has been the best investment ever. Well, and you need, I'll have to come back and talk to you about that some other time because yes, I need to start yes. learning how to use yes. poles. So I, I love my, I love my trekking poles. I did have them, but it saved me from a fall. I'd rather hurt my hand than hurt my leg. Yep. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, but I would say too, um, just discipline, discipline, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have every bit of equipment it takes and not have the discipline to get up and go run. Even on the days you don't feel like it, unless your body is exhausted. And I think that comes with time. You know when you need Right. But if you started running last week and you're doing couch to 5K or couch to 10K or even half marathon, I think it tops out at half marathon, maybe okay. marathon. I can't find anything to train me for an ultra that doesn't want money that I don't have. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sure. But anyway, anyway, there's the, the one of the, oh, the, the bad things about being a, um, a stay at home homeschool mom is it doesn't pay money. <laughs> Sure, sure. I but, you know, um, if, if you're on week two of that, you probably aren't needing a break. You're probably just needing to power through, and that's just my opinion. <laughs> sure. You're probably tired, and you need you need to learn discipline and push yourself. Sure. But if but if you feel like oh it hurts when I walk beyond it's an ache, then take yeah. a break. I don't want anybody to be like oh Michelle had this woman on. My- on her podcast yeah, exactly. me to get Mar- an injury Marie said I've got to push through this pain with a, and yeah. run on a broken leg <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't be like me and injure the posterior tibial tendon mile run okay that was oh, I know well <laughs> I think we all do have stories like that so but but you've got sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures and this would be for the lady because we know that when you're on your own you're stuck without bathrooms 
Yeah. And I have taken, and because I wear skirts over my leggings, it has been been a convenient thing for me to just take and make a fly. And I sew too. But I mm-hmm. have made flies in my leggings so I could go to the restroom without having to strip myself down <laughs> on yeah. the side of the trail. Because that, that, day, that day that I thought that I, I didn't realize that the trails nearly met at one area. Yeah. And I nearly fell down the hill when I saw the guy on the mountain bike. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, times like that. Like, you're like, yes, yes, I'm going to put my seamstress work work to a Skills good to use. Work. You know? Yes. So, definitely, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. So, yeah, so, yeah think of, you know, um, just, just prepare for the situations um learn how to fuel yourself during your runs yep because that's that's vital if you're going to do anything i can't remember all of the instagrams that i follow Mm -hmm. but i know all running dietitians are going to be saying a lot of them that what anything over an hour you need to be fueling for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or 90, 90 minutes yeah Yes, and learn how to fuel yourself. And seriously, that few hundred calories you're going to take in for that run, it's not going to affect your weight gain or weight loss at all. I agree. And you you deserve you deserve those carbs. You deserve that carb count. And don't tell yourself that you don't. Yeah, you need them. That's what supplies that glycogen to your muscles so you can keep running. Yes, yes. And and don't let yourself don't follow what bodybuilders are doing because they are not ultra runners. They's not runners. It's and it's a, it's a totally different thing. Agreed. It's a totally different. Just and, and have some faith in yourself. There you go. Have some faith in yourself and and be disciplined. I think if we will have discipline and have some faith in our own ability to be able to be able to run if you desire to run. Sure. Then you can do it. You can do it. And it's it's discouraged me over time and people that are like, oh, they want to. And then they quit. And then yeah. you start realizing they didn't really want to sure. as bad as they thought they did. Yes, absolutely. You, you know, can't do it for anybody else. You have to do it for yourself. And it, you have to have that, like I said, that reason, that why, or else you're not yes. going to, you're not going to get anywhere. You won't keep going and you won't, and push we all, you won't push when it gets hard. If you don't have a, a reason to keep going, that, that is it. And also everybody wants to quit at some point. You know, I had, when I was training for my first time, I ran the 27.1 miler and I hate so hard to call it an ultra when I haven't done like at a least 50K. a 50K. You know, you know, and I know in the, in the ultra running world, it's like, I don't know, you find people that are like, oh yeah, it's an ultra. And then people that are like, well, unless you know, it's to a hundred miles, it's not an ultra. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's just by people. Now I have friends that are like, girl, you ran over a marathon. You are an ultra runner. So, so that's what I take it for, you know, (laughs) how I feel about it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Anything over a marathon is an ultra. So yeah. Yeah. But, but I think. I think that it's just I, I had times I wanted to quit like I would be like I'm just going home and quitting and I yep. don't know why it would be like I had new for lack of a better word taste every time you know whether it was over you do deserve to fuel mm-hmm. or whether it was it's okay if you're slow yeah 
it's okay if I walk a lot, Michelle. When I say I walk a lot, I'm like, I still do one minute run run and one minute walks. And yeah, I can go run a whole 5K, but I don't know beyond a 5K if I can keep running, if I'm not going to have to take a walk break somewhere. Right. I'm, I do run walk all the time. And I don't think, I don't see myself ever being able to run even an entire half marathon without taking a walk break. And I'm not saying I can't. Sure. I just don't see that. That's not a goal of mine. And I guess maybe and that's, that's okay. One, exactly. And I think that's one thing that opened me up to the distance running and especially trail running. If you have to walk when you trail run, I haven't found a single trail runner that frowns on that. That's me either. And, and maybe that's one thing that opened me up to trail running because, you know, on road running, it's really based on, okay, oh, I can run the whole thing. I can run the whole thing. But yes. in trail running, in trail running, they're very open to, and you'll have a lot of trail runners that'll be like, you know, walk the uphill, run the downhill. That's very true. It's scary to me. It's scary to me running downhill. <laughs> I love running downhill, but I don't have the steep, steep downhills that you deal with. So No, it's like, a, it reminds me of when I was a kid, that story, the pokey little puppy, and it would talk about oh, yeah. them running downhill, all pale yeah. male. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that old- story. That whole little phrase there and describing them running downhill. Yeah. I feel like that's me. <laughs> but yeah, just being disciplined and having some faith in yourself. And you know what? I was running the one mile um, at, at the Swampers this year. I was mm-hmm. running the one mile after we had got done with the 5K. And I run it, ran it with my youngest, with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And my thing was, was I, I run behind my girls when they run. James can run. The kid can run five miles beat me hands down no problem but he doesn't like it so he doesn't okay Okay. the girls like to run so they always run a one mile fun run I I try to make sure they run at least one a year nice and I was running behind Sarah and the whole time I ran behind her and I never went ahead of her I either ran behind her or I held her hand and dragged her along beside me I was (laughs) screaming run Sarah run you can do this and I just up and I looked at this guy beside me and I talked to random strangers I don't have to know you we'll have a conversation in the um, in checkout line at Walmart I'm that kind of person but sure. I'm a bit of an introvert so go figure uh, look at this guy and I'm like you know I think I'm going to start doing that to me nobody's going to know when I start screaming go Marie go and I'm calling my name they're going to think right. I'm screaming at my kid ahead of me. But, but I thought, <laughs> you know, it dawned, it dawned on me in the middle of this, not that I'm saying I would do this, even though I do talk to myself when the race gets hard, me that too. I realized be your own, be your own biggest fan. Your own cheerleader, you know? your own cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you don't have some faith in yourself, and I guess that even when I say I don't have faith in myself, I must because I sign myself up for races that are distances, you know, that are are big distances. We have to have some kind of faith in ourselves. Exactly. But, But be your own biggest fan and that's not saying I don't think that goes against anything scriptural or biblical that's not saying to have to think you're better than other people it's saying if you don't have some kind of faith in yourself good grief I mean we can take that spiritually if we don't have some faith in ourselves we're not going to live life right you know we got to have some kind of faith in ourselves have yes. some faith in yourself be your own fan you know cheer for yourself it's okay so what if you're the last one over the finish line who else did you know that came out and ran that race with you that day that's right you know? 
but cheer yes. your cell phone. And if you if you need me to cheer you on, call me. I mean, Michelle, you have you have you have in trouble. But, but if you have to if Instagram call me in the middle of a race and be like, I can't make it, I'll cheer you on. I don't yes. know you. <laughs> That's awesome. Most of what you have listening to you is probably ladies. It is and mostly. If we're not cheering each other on, we're pitiful people. We're pitiful people yeah. if we're not cheering each other on. It doesn't matter. Hey, if you can run a 20-minute 5K, a 25-minute 5K, if you can run faster than that, you're amazing. But if it took <laughs> you if it took you an hour to run that 5K, you're I still think amazing. you're amazing too. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you're the last one across the finish line, you know what? I think that we have a bond because I've been the last one across that line on more than one occasion. <laughs> I, and I've done that twice. I, I have that. I've had that distinct pleasure of being last two times now. So my first, it, my my first five miler, my very first race was was a five mile long race. Um, and I'd only ever done three miles at the furthest. Um, mm-hmm. no, yeah, don't advise it, but I did it. I was the last one across the line. Got passed by the walkers. Yeah, sure. my first half marathon, last one across the line. Mm-hmm. Got passed by the walkers. Yeah. <laughs> I have two, but you know, those, those two races, honestly, though, are, I think my, some of my most special, you know what I mean? Because yes, yes. I, I fought very hard and, yes. and I, it, it did, somebody has to be last. Somebody has to be exactly, last. Exactly. Exactly. And, so why not and smoke cries. I was, um, I was last across the line, but oh my goodness, the learning experience yes. and and that race in itself, it did not matter. Sure. It did not matter. And I have yet to be the last across the line at Lake Martin. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe it because this year <laughs> it took me, it took me, um, I think it was 11 hours to complete mm-hmm. because, because of heat and fueling and hydration. Sure. And a lot of it was my fault coming off of the injury that I couldn't sure. help the injury. But um, you know what? Found out that it does not matter and it's like somebody's got to be the last one that's right i mean that's somebody's got to be the last one and it's okay if you are you know i'm not a podium runner i'm not running to get first in my age group right Right. you know i'm not i'm not i'm not a podium runner and i'm out there just to have fun i'm not out there to beat anybody sure and well fear there was the fear of something bad happening i guess or if I was last, I don't know. I just, I had this fear, but then once it happened to me, I was like, Oh, it wasn't so bad. You know that there now it's happened. Okay. I didn't die. I'm still a runner. You know, yes. I'm still, you still nobody feel was, accomplished. No, yeah. yeah nobody, nobody was out there going, boo. No. In fact, I think they cheer louder for the people that are last. You know what I mean? So. And you know what it taught me when I go to races. Now I I don't didn't at Lake Martin. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I barely made it into the car at Lake Martin. My my 14 year old child was stuffing my legs in the car while I screamed. Oh. Oh, I cramps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I just went I just went back to the motel room and and ate and slowly died. But <laughs> sure. sure. But at and in short races to cheer on those last people because I think you know 
when you That's stand right. there and you watch the people that are coming across that line and you realize a lot of those people that are the slower people, they're the people that have the stories. That's true. You know, they're That's the people that, that they fought against. Maybe it's depression, anxiety, chronic pain, cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the people that have the stories. Sure. And they're out there. Yeah. I agree. Have to go grocery shopping. <laughs> so, well, Maria, well, I've got my has... husband calling me. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it, then it must be time for us to go. But, Maria, it's been a pleasure. I, I feel like so like, okay, you're my new best friend. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. It was so much fun talking to you. Thank you. And I can't wait until one day when we get to race together, Michelle. I just know that we're going to find a race. If I could if I could persuade my husband to get on an airplane, I would be <laughs> like, I'm going to come run one of them nighttime races oh, out there yeah. in Arizona with them yes. skinwalkers and all the creepy <laughs> getting lost on the trail. That's and Michelle right. and I are going to make it. <laughs> yes, we will do it. We will do it. We will find something that works because I would absolutely, it would be an honor <laughs> to run you, Marie. I would love to. So we'll, think, we'll make it happen. I think with our pace, I think with our paces, we, we could probably run together too. You know, I, I don't think, think we'd we be out running each other. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode of the Fun of the Run podcast. I sure appreciate you being here. And I hope that you enjoyed my chat with Marie. It was a lot of fun. And in fact, she's trying to convince me to come to Alabama and run a 100 mile race with her, if you can believe that. So we'll see what happens there. One last reminder to get your stories in to me. If you don't mind, I would love to hear from you. You can type them out at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com, or you can direct message me on Instagram. Either way, I can send you a link. We can record together, or I can read your stories for you on the podcast. It's totally up to you. Both ways would be just as fine with me. So let me know about that. And again, thank you for being here. I hope that you'll join me next time for Fun of the Run podcast. Have a great day.